Have you ever gotten a like to a photo from way the hell long ago? And then you check the person out and it's your current person's ex? Or just someone they had a, a thing with? Have you ever been practically run over in a parking lot by a stranger with a shopping cart? Have you ever been at a party when your ex arrives and introduces the new love of their life? Have you ever found pictures of your ex in a secret stash in a drawer that isn't even that secret, so it's unclear as to why that would be anyone's secret stash place when it's obviously just in plain sight? It hasn't happened to me, but I just wonder if it's happened. Stephanie. And I'm Natalie. And this is Cry Now, Smile, Smile Later. Later. How are you, Natalie? I'm good. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. How Natalie are you? just made biscuits. So. I did, from scratch. <sighs> really good. Uh, so this is our third episode, and Yay. we want to, A, thank everybody that listened. Yes. All 87 of you. Thank because you. Because I'm keeping track. That's right. We are counting. Also, I wanted to announce my big announcement. Oh, is that I figured out how to use uh, Patreon. So Ooh. we are now on Patreon Ooh. in case anybody is happens to still have oh a gosh. job and <laughs> is feeling generous and <laughs> believes in us. I know there are 87 of you that heard our podcast. So maybe. We will gladly take your American USD dollars. I- I'll take any dollars, <laughs> really. Um, we are on Patreon as Cray Nell Smile Later Podcast. Wow. We hope to grow and be able to do more stuff and oh merch and stuff. That's the dream. Um, so there's that. Thank you for to everybody that has listened to our episodes. And from the first episode, I actually got a lot of feedback. Oh. So, Natalie, I wanted to surprise you this with is some surprise. of the top things that I'm, we got back. <laughs> I'm a little bit scared. Well. I probably should be, huh? Get ready to be um, hurt. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my big girl pants on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this was the first uh, feedback message I got. These are all texts and Instagram. Okay. Okay. So, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm not going to tell you who they're from. Ugh. And I'm sorry if person you're hearing yourself. This just stood out to me well, in, in my heart. Well. Okay. Number okay. one. Wow. I'm so relieved it was good. <laughs> I can guess who that was. <laughs> What I read that and I was like, wow, wow is correct. You're right. Just leave it at wow. I can't believe anybody. This is the kind of thing that you say behind my back and I'm okay with that. Uh, Okay. Number two, you should intro every episode and tell us what the show is about. Oh, okay. I might, I, 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 I have the quickest reply to that. Listen, I don't know what this is about. <laughs> we are still trying to figure out how to explain this to people. I mean, it yeah. is what it is, is what it is. It is what it is. Okay, then I got, <laughs> this is based on episode one. Okay. Not all moms are like that. Oh. And I replied with, like what? Like <laughs> this crazy attack you're attacking me with and judging me? <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Just kidding. JK, JK, JK. Um, okay, here's another one. 
Can you do interviews? Yeah. Well, I was like, I thought I was interviewing Natalie (laughs) in every episode. So I'm not sure what idea was not grasped. They want more. I I guess you're just not the celebrity that people want to hear from. Mm. I'm sorry. That's not surprising. Well, I'm shocked because I based this entire program success around this interview that I'm doing on your whole life. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. I would all, I, I mean, yes, I'm sure we, once we, we will, but out. just, I just want everybody to know, like we can't even figure out how to charge these microphones because we're running out of battery. We're going to get it together. <laughs> we will get it together. We will interview people. Yeah. We hear you. We want to feed the public. We get it. You love us. We'll figure it out. Give us some time. Give me a, literally just give us till Christmas so we can put this on our Amazon wish list. Um, <laughs> microphone charger. Uh, okay. Somebody said, I met somebody on Craigslist, Miss Connections. <gasps> and then I said, please tell me more. Oh my God, and yes. they never did. They never oh, sent me the story. I uh, love reading those, the Miss Connections. They, I have oh. read them a few times oh. and I can admit that I went in on it as a joke, but then I oh. secretly was hoping somebody saw me. Uh, well, don't we like, it was that doctor from your Halloween story going, I saw you, you dark-haired woman. <laughs> it was Carmen of my dreams. Um, somebody said uh, that their parent loved our podcast. Oh. And I was upset because I said, who told you to tell your parents? <laughs> We wanted to be anonymous, like the Mason, Freemasons. It's not going to happen. Like, how dare you? (laughs) Um, Another one is, words for our intro that I think you can use. Free-flowing. Oh. Conversation. Girl talk. Pretty princess. (laughs) 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 That was an entire sentence. No... Oh. Punctuation, no grammar. It okay. just—that's what it was. Right. So we're gonna start every episode from now on with words for our intro. <laughs> words. Free, free, free flowing, free flowing girl, girl talk. Pretty, 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 pretty princess. Pretty, pretty princess. Um, okay. Another one, right. which is um, <clears throat> oh, this was for me, Natalie. Sorry oh. that I have the voice of an angel. Oh, how do you? It's, it's specifically for you. That's fine. Yes, I just said it was for me. <laughs> That's fine. Um, does everybody want me to sing? Because <laughs> I have many talents. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'd like to know what people think of my voice twice. Only. This was, I said about me, uh, <laughs> they said specifically Stephanie, the voice of an angel, the neck of bringing the... us into 2021. <laughs> Sorry. And that's where the sentence ended. I will be leaving the show uh, starting next leave. episode. You're our producer. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear um, my voice. <laughs> now here's the one. This is the one that inspired me oh. to do a feedback. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> this was just a message. That I didn't even know how to reply to. Okay. Somebody said, podcasts are dead. Oh. (laughs) It's about live stream now. Oh. (laughs) I didn't even know how to reply. I... I okay. didn't reply, actually. I was... Well, no, because you're dead. We're dead. Right. You're so dead. you can't reply if you're dead. They're pretty we much died. like, I heard your fucking show, and fuck <laughs> you. You're dead. <laughs> I... And this was a friend, by the way. This is a person I know. So you know who you are. <laughs> and okay. No, and um, I'm going to remain commentless on that. Because if, because if you don't know what... If you don't know what you did, 
<laughs> then. I feel like I don't have, have to tell you. We have a lot to prove now. Right. Actually, I have nothing to prove. Oh. I have 87 listeners that loved me and they said I had a voice of an angel, pretty princess, free flowing. Can you do interviews? Wow. Okay, but that some of that was for both of us, not just you. <laughs> prove it. <laughs> prove it. Okay. Anyway, that was some feedback we got. And uh, you know what? I'll be sharing more feedback if y'all would just give me your honest opinion. But only if it's nice. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today was the case of the ex. Um, everybody is... Well, most everybody is sometimes somebody's ex or you are the new person and you are dealing with an ex maybe mm. of the other person or your own. Uh, most people are kind of stuck in this situation at some point and, uh, and it's fun. It's fun to talk about. I want to talk about <laughs> it with you. Um, fun, fun. <laughs> not necessarily the relationship, just the ex. <laughs> um, so there is... A period in the beginning of a relationship or courting, if you want to call it, if you're a Duggar and you live in Utah, <laughs> uh, a courting time when you get love struck and you kind of start obsessing over the person mm. and you look up their social media and you try to find stuff on their history and Just who they anything, know and who their everything. friends, like anything and everything. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, you wait for their text, you get excited, you answer right away. And this, you know, part of a, a relationship mm-hmm. or a, a thing mm-hmm. is very similar to the obsession you feel maybe at the end of a, of a relationship. So post breakup, there are also feelings of uh, obsession that kind of turns into anxiety and jealousy mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you also might want to be knowing like, who are they with? Who are they talking to? You know, where are they and why aren't they here uh, mm. kind of thing. So it's a similar activity that happens in your brain at the beginning and at the end. Um, again, this doesn't apply to everybody, but it's very common for most yeah, people. It's interesting. Uh, do I agree with that? I, I agree that this happens, but I don't know that it always happened to me. Did mm-hmm. it happen to you? Um, <clears throat> I, I only had like one major relationship before the current one that I'm in. Um, but I, I did have some of those feelings at the end of the relationship, but it was more because, um, he had a lot of like other issues, like mental health issues. And I was mostly just like worried about what was going on with him. And I felt really guilty, but that, that's kind of different. That is, but it's similar. It's similar. In the way like that I you're... was, yeah. And it was like a very short time, but I was kind of like obsessively thinking, like, oh my god, like where is he? Did I do this to him? Like, His what have I done? His ex-girlfriend, marijuana, <laughs> and alcohol. And his current girlfriend, alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> That's another story, friends, oh, and we're gonna save that for good later. Lord, at least stop misleading us into I'm a sorry, road. You asked of, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Of relationships. When I said we were talking about. Why exes. do you want everybody to hate me? I listen. <laughs> let me go back to number eight up top. The voice of an angel. Okay. That was for me. <laughs> so when I started thinking back at uh, the memories of my life, uh, there was one moment when I was the ex-girlfriend uh, that really just was the only moment that existed in my mind. Uh, it was with the person when I was my first love, essentially, and mm-hmm. I was very young, and I just thought this person was my soulmate and the love of my life. And anyway, it didn't 
work out the way I had intended, but we tried to stay friends. And, um, you know, I mean, I knew his whole family and, you know, they just, they were my friends too. Mm -hmm. All of our friends were one big group. And so it was just easier to try and stay friends. And one day I went over to a party like any other party with their family. And, you know, we'd literally just been, you know, fooling around in the front yard and then we went inside (laughs) okay again I was very young (laughs) and we went inside to the party and you know I lost track of them and about a half hour later this fool (laughs) brings his new girlfriend in who I didn't even know existed like I didn't even know he was seeing somebody new and he comes around with this new girl and he's He's going around introducing her oh like God. like she just got fucking baptized and like <laughs> here everybody meet the chosen one like like meet the luckiest girl in all the land and she's going around putting her hand out like she's the rose parade princess and just like thank you thank, thank you. you for coming like, making markling us all I'm so glad you could be here. yeah like this is for me and I was like actually no this is like somebody's 60th anniversary so um. <laughs> So she's coming around to everybody, and I remember just being so nervous and so embarrassed, oh. and and like that she was coming around to me next, and he was introducing her to everybody. And when she finally came to me, I just wanted to die, and she oh shook my, my hand like very lightly, like didn't even shake it, and kept going. And I thought, oh my god, I'm no, I'm nobody to this person. She didn't know who I she was. Had no idea. She didn't know the history, Ugh. and I knew it. I knew she, I knew that she just wasn't even aware of what was oh going on god. in my mind. And I was so embarrassed. I Ugh. could feel everybody just staring at me and talking about me. A few people came up and asked me if I was okay, oh and I couldn't really just walk out of there yeah. and storm out like I wanted. I just had to keep cool and yeah. stick around for like 25 minutes until I could just like find the courage to like get some strength to walk out mm-hmm. of there. And I just remember being completely heartbroken because uh, for one, I was humiliated yeah. and it was like the, the worst thing that the, the thing that I didn't want to hear about this person yet. And it was public. It was like in front of, you know, a hundred people. Uh, so that was, I, that was my worst moment being, the ex-girlfriend. That's rough. Everybody, if you want to send me donations (laughs) for my sad traumas, (laughs) you can find us on Patreon. (laughs) Cray now, smile later. Thank you. (laughs) So, Natalie, I know that you also had a similar sad moment. (laughs) If mine was 100, yours was like Uh, 7,000. Yeah. So there there was this person that I was just in love with your first love uh, and um he he had gone away for a long time and he he got a girlfriend and i was devastated um but we still you know we're friendly and they, why do we always try to uh, be friends now i'd be like book you <laughs> but of course i was just trying to be nice and be the the cool girl you mm-hmm. know like the cool friend mm-hmm. and he and the girlfriend had uh, invited me to go to a show with them, but it was, it was like, <laughs> I totally forgot that you went in a romantic, <laughs> romantic getaway. getaway with, uh, as, as the third wheel, <laughs> the um, 
<laughs> was their chaperone. <laughs> Six feet apart in the bed. Um, I thought it would be fine. I was like, I'm above this. It's fine. I can handle this. Anything for music and it's bands. It's fine. And we went to go see this band that I really liked. And he also really liked. And uh, she didn't seem to give a crap, but she had fun anyway. So That should have been his first sign. Yeah. She was well, not the one for him. Um, so we went out to the desert and we rented a motel room that we all split. And so I, not only did I spend like two full days with these people, but like I spent the night in a motel room with them and it was the most awkward. uh, He slept on the floor. I would have slept in the bathroom. I would have slept in in the the car. car. (laughs) Yeah. Like I made myself so sick that I was just a giant walking fart. I was so uncomfortable <laughs> and I didn't sleep at all that whole night. I just sat there with a stomach ache, just like, oh my gosh, horrible. Uh, the show was good though, at least. Um, I would only remember my tears if uh, that was me. And just, uh, just see them together was so heartbreaking. Was he like oh. holding your hand and kissing your neck? <laughs> Ew. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look. I just, did you just block her out completely? I was just like, I'm just going to go outside and stare at the sand. <laughs> look at that rock. Amazing. Look at that cacti. I'm so sorry you went through that. It's fine. It was fine. I put myself in that situation. I mean, I understand why you did it. I understand why a lot of us do stuff like that. Like we allow ourselves to be, to be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was rough. Ugh, that was rough. I'm, Woo. I've also been in the case, this, the opposite case. Like mm. when you are now, the new girlfriend, uh-huh. right? Like yeah. now you're dealing with this person's ex. Mm-hmm. Um, or exes. Yeah, or several exes. <clears throat> and like I said before, I've never been one to go mingling around in the exes just because, like, unless it's going to get serious, like, I don't care because. Yeah, what's the point? Yeah, like, we'll see six months in if I still <laughs> care, you know. <laughs> we'll so then, revisit yeah, this. Yeah, let me revisit this. I'll put it in as, as tentative. <laughs> And, uh, but, but yeah, I've been the, I've been the new person and I've had a, I've had some stuff happen to me. I, when I was younger, I think before I knew how to read the room, (laughs) Mm. I remember my first relationship with that dude I made from MySpace that he had this (laughs) ex-girlfriend that just wouldn't go away. Like she was <laughs> fucking everywhere. And he would be like, Oh, she, she just dropped by today. And I'd sure, be like, sure. Oh man, she did. And now I look back and I'm like, did she, or did you, <laughs> did you actually have to go downstairs and let her in from the apartment <laughs> gate and, and let her your, use your parking spot? Because that's how it works. <laughs> now, when I look back, I'm just like, how could I, have, I just was, I was inexperienced. Yeah, I didn't know. And that girl ended up starting a, a MySpace page to bash me. I remember that. And Damn. Well, actually. How, how, how old was she, more or less? Closer oh, she to was your closer, age or closer to his age? Closer to his. She was like 30. So what was this grown-ass woman? I don't know. I was a tender 19. Remember Doing, that? I was young. She didn't have a job? or <laughs> She worked at Starbucks. She was a barista. Okay. All Sorry, right. Starbucks. It's not me. Do your work. Do your research. <laughs> your background checks. Okay. Anyway. That was my first real experience with an ex. Um, and I remember she ended up getting married to some dude that she had gotten with just to spite. Oh, shit. Uh, that my, would that must have made that guy feel great. Oh, my God. It felt great for me when I was like, all right, bye. And I left these three to, like, their situation. Uh, that was the first experience I had, which I really, I was really just too young to know, like, yeah. That this person was actually entertaining a conversation yeah. aside from me. Um, yeah. It wasn't normal for them to be that much in the picture. It was, yeah, it just wasn't. Um, and 
another incident I had was <laughs> when I was at I was at the store, you guys. I was at the store doing my shopping and all of minding a sudden your own business. Minding my own damn business and all of a sudden <laughs> and there's thunder and I hear this rumbling <laughs> and there's this woman and she's coming at me. She's charging at Jesus. me like a fucking bull with a shopping cart. <laughs> And all I could think was like, oh, dear God, cover your shins because this bitch is out for my ankles. And I don't give a fuck about the car. Don't get my ankles. And then she comes up and I turned around and she ends up actually working at the place. That's very professional. Yeah, I was like, is this bitch trying to give me a cart? Like, what's happening? And she yells and she's like, I want you to know. And she sounds like that. That he still loves me. And he still texts me. And I was like, who? And she's like, yeah, he still comes over and he still texts me. And all I could think was like, do you work here? And she was like, "Uh, yeah. And I was like, okay, well then get back to work. Like, I really just thought this woman had the wrong, like, a case of mistaken identity yeah, yeah. because um, I don't know why, but she just, you know, whatever. And yeah, then I found the out. Who was she? Well, then I found out she was the new guy I was dating's ex-girlfriend <sighs> later on. Um, Amazing. Yeah. How she, but there goes proving my point that she knew what I looked like. She knew who I was. Mm-hmm. She knew that I was there. And I had no idea who she was. Oh, my God. Right? So there it is. Um, Terrifying. That was my, my case of being the new person. <laughs> terrifying i to this day cover my shins when i go anywhere and i beware of all women charging at me with shopping carts hit the car don't hit me please um also being the new girlfriend i think i have an awkward story that i don't even know how to tell this story it's just kind of awkward and you'll make it work (laughs) i I believe in you god people are gonna be like what the fuck is wrong with stephanie why is she's too kind but she has the voice of an angel. I have the voice of an angel, and that's why we're here. <laughs> um, so I dated this per- that same person that almost got me killed mm. with, with a shopping cart. This was at the end of our relationship. This was like things were ending. Things had gone bad, mm. and just it didn't work out. Thank God. And um, <laughs> and I remember there since the beginning there had been this this girl that he would sometimes talk about, and she was. He, he always spoke very nicely of her. He never said anything badly mm-hmm. about her. It was always just she was very kind and she was great. Um, but they were just friends because he just, you know, it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, these two had a reunion at some party. They hadn't seen each other in, in a while. And I happened to be at that party uh, with him. And I remember when they reunited and the girl went running to him. Oh like she was just so happy to see him again after so long. And she jumped on him, and they hugged. Jeez. And I'm sure in her head it was like the Notebook. It was like Ryan Gosling, <laughs> she'd been waiting, and for Rachel that McAdams in the river, like just like, <laughs> why didn't you write to me? You know, in her head, right? And I, and, she, and he he hugs her, and they embrace, and then he turns around and he goes, "This is my girlfriend, Stephanie." And there I was, like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, it's just me." And I know it hurt that she was, like, so hot. And I was just like, hey. <laughs> like, she just was, like, devastated. And well. then, um, and anyway, she was still cool, though. Like, she was a super cool person. And mm-hmm. we ended up being Instagram friends. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was cool. Like, we went to a few parties together. 
Anyway, at the end of that relationship, I remember saying to him, you know, you're, you're, you're stupid pretty much for not having stuck it out with Mm -hmm. that girl. Like that girl would have had him in a completely different situation. And Mm -hmm. most of all, that woman loved him. Mm -hmm. She loved him. She was in love with him. And I could, I could see it. I could feel it. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't care. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember telling him, like, you really, really should have stuck it out with her. I feel like she would have, mm. your life would have been different. Uh, and then I did something weirder. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know why I did this. <laughs> I think in my head, I, I wish somebody had done this t- for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. after that fucking party, I mm-hmm. was tortured at. Um, I went on Instagram and she had actually sent me a message. So it wasn't just me hitting her up. Okay? Mm-hmm. It wasn't a cold call. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, Hey, is this your number? <laughs> um, I remember I told her, Hey, I just want you to know that like, I know I could, I could tell how much you cared about him and loved him. And I, I see that your feelings were, were so real. Mm-hmm. And I have told him that he should have pursued you more like he should have stayed with you and not have let you go um because I think you're amazing and you just it would have just been such a different relationship Mm -hmm. than the one he and I had because there was love there and there wasn't love with me and I remember I said to and I felt so like Mother Teresa like (laughs) I am going to heal the bay I'm gonna heal everyone thinking like wow she's gonna wake up to this message and be like crying like this is what I needed to hear (laughs) and then her reply was like instant like thanks like she didn't know what to say she probably threw her fucking computer in the trash and was like this bitch (laughs) (laughs) sorry Um, but Uh, I meant it with all my heart because I'm an angel I have I have a little story I'm ready um, in my previous relationship, uh, he and I had just moved into an apartment together. <clears throat> it was supposedly a very exciting time. <laughs> it was mostly just stressful. Um, but all of our stuff was just all over the place and he had gone out for some reason and I was trying to put some things away and kind of just tidy a little bit. And I found this box and I was like, hmm. And I honestly didn't know if it was mine or his it was just a box and I opened it and there was like a little trapper keeper <laughs> a little folder and I was like huh and I opened it and lo and behold pictures of his ex but Ew. not just any picture not just any picture not just any picture <laughs> these were very inappropriate <laughs> adult these were X-X-X. adult X-X. these were triple X and it was so shocking and it grossed me out. I'm surprised that the person at Rite Aid that developed these didn't <laughs> immediately flag these to the police. <laughs> I, my blood was boiling. I was so angry. And I was like, oh, do I confront him? Oh, my God. You were going to go to the store with the shopping cart and I get was... her in the shins. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry just because, like, why did he still have these? Why would you save them? If you have the answer to why people do that, please email us. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember if I confronted him or not. I think I did, but I would have gone to his job and put oh, them on. Oh, if he his... had a job. Oh. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was fun. Another time with the same person. 
Um, I actually, I actually looked through his phone once. Why are you saying that like you feel bad? Because I did. Because I didn't want to do that. But I did. But I, I was looking through his phone for a different reason. I was looking through his phone because... You're looking for different details. <clears throat> different details. Something else unrelated. Nothing having to do with like another girl or cheating or anything like that. And I found messages between him and his ex. And this was an ex that he constantly talked about badly. He was always talking shit about her. Just non-stop. Mm. Just endless. And to me, she sounded like a monster, but I'm sure she was fine. Right. right I mean, right. she was probably great. But, I mean, she put up with him. And mm. and these messages were just, like, back and forth. Just like, how are you? Oh, it's so good to hear from you. Oh, how have you been? Do you want to meet up? And they met up for a tea date. They had tea together. Ew. Isn't that cute? Also, who meets up for tea? I just wonder, because everybody here... It must have been her like idea. It's, like, coffee. Yeah. It must have been her idea. I don't know. Because he... I, this was a person that I couldn't even get to go to the gas station with me, <laughs> let alone tea, a tea date. You're like, will you come with me in the dark so I can throw the trash away? So, no. No, you know I can't go outside. You know you know I can't. So so that was cute. I, I was like at work. I was, you know, it was one income household. <laughs> and he was having a tea date in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week. How fun. How lovely. That's sweet? That's lovely. Wow. <laughs> Where is he now? Hmm. Well, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people can relate to that because a lot of people go searching through phones for whatever reason and you find things like that. Mm-hmm. Hence, all the women on um, Ryan's Roses oh. that I follow. If you don't know what Ryan's Roses is, let me tell you. It's time that you open your eyes. It's um, time. It's a radio show that calls. You know what? I'm not going to tell you because they might call you. And trap you, and you deserve to be trapped Mm -hmm. if you're cheating. (laughs) The end. Uh, Another (laughs) moment that I wasn't sure if I wanted to share with the world, but I am because I'm just here for you. Uh, The people's princess. (laughs) The pretty, pretty princess. Uh, (laughs) When I was really young, and I mean out of my relationship, my first relationship, Mm -hmm. um, the person that I was very much in love with, my first love, it was actually a, a weird start to that. I oh. remember he had initially dated one of my best friends. <sighs> and I know it's a girl code thing from <clears throat> back then that you mm-hmm. just, like, didn't do that kind of thing. But I wouldn't have even dabbled in that if I didn't feel like this person was my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Like, this person was the love of my life. Um, and so I was in a weird situation where I, not only was I the new girlfriend, but, uh, the ex was my friend, yeah. you know, and she had moved on. I mean, she was with somebody new, but, but that wasn't the point, you know, it was just really hard because it didn't come up for me that often mm-hmm. because, you know, it was just like, all right, well. We're here, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's make the best of it. And but I could tell it bothered him because he would often mention like, "Oh, does it bother you that that she was here?" And I'd be like, "Obviously not, because I'm fucking here." So why would? Anyway, guess what he did to me? He brought a girl to a party and she shook yeah. my hand like she was the pretty princess, yeah. not me. So for any of you talking about <sighs> how dare you? How dare you? shake my hand so weakly um 
Anyway, I guess you could say if I believed in karma, I got mines. <laughs> you? I got served. S- certainly did. <laughs> they got served. That's right. Actually, they got served. My life is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And all of the people in these stories, including Natalie's, guess what? You're not doing so well. (laughs) Yeah, we're laughing. Sorry. It's not, we did everything with open, honest hearts, okay? We didn't want to hurt anyone. And we did everything we could. Yeah, literally everything we could. Um, So, also... Have you been in a relationship, like I was just mentioning how he would often mention the ex, my friend, um, and you were talking about how your ex would mention the girl and he was talking badly about her. Like, if you, have you been in a place where you're meeting somebody new, like you're barely going on your first couple of dates and they're talking nonstop about the person they dated Mm -hmm. before? Mm -hmm. I was only in that situation, but once. Yeah, I don't think I have been. Well, I had to shut that shit down real quick. Yeah, I just good. remember I was like, if you mention this person's name one more time, I'm going to walk off this fucking door and you can call her and you can go to dinner with her together and you can tell her how much you hate her. I don't want to hear her name mentioned ever again. Ever. But this was, this was like in the last five years, you know, when I was older mm-hmm. and I knew that I don't need this. Like, I don't need to put up with yeah. any of That's men's good. or people's. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think when you're younger, you put up with a lot. Well, I did, yeah. not knowing. And yeah. that leads me into my next point. Oh, that was very smooth. Thanks. Smooth segue. <laughs> <laughs> why do we allow these things to happen on, on either end? Mm. Like, why are we, if we're the ex, mm-hmm. why are we digging? Like, why are we allowing ourselves to go in there and mm-hmm. get her? Mm-hmm. And if you're the new person, why do you allow there to be any room for the ex? Like, what? puts us in this scenario if you're aware of it um Mm -hmm. why why do you think that happens why do you think it happened to you that's a good question I would say in my case um I put up with a lot of stuff like that mostly just because I had really low self-esteem really really low and I didn't think or believe that I deserved anything better And I genuinely thought that this was it. And I had to just take what I got because that was all that was going to be coming my way. Um, And so I just thought I had to just muscle through it and deal with it. Now I know better. Now I know that nobody should put up with bullshit like that. And uh, Right. You you have to stand up for yourself Mm -hmm. and say, no, this is enough. Yeah. For me, I think, I think what a lot of people maybe don't see right away is that you are the only person in your relationship. Your mom isn't there. Your friends aren't there. Mm-hmm. Nobody's there to defend you. And nobody knows what's really going on except you. Mm-hmm. So if you can't be honest with yourself and, you know, keep it at a real level with you, it, hiding it doesn't change anything. Right. And, you know, you, you have to be there for you. Um, I, when I thought about why, why was I ever in these kinds of scenarios Mm -hmm. for me, um, I grew up with, uh, no father, no father, no father figure. Mm -hmm. And when he was around, he was always 
obviously cheating and he had a lot of girlfriends and he was very open about it. He didn't try to hide it. And <laughs> like we like I even <clears throat> met one, you know, I remember just anyway, that's another episode. But mm-hmm. but my home life, the example I had of relationships was that they just men could just do whatever they wanted. Mm. And we're just, we're there Mm because that's what you do. You get married and, you know, you put up with them and Mm -hmm. you take care of them. Mm -hmm. Um, even though I, I, at a young age didn't agree, you know, I thought it was weird, but, and it didn't last long. My mom didn't put up with that for Mm -hmm. long. Um, but the moment that it lasted that I can remember actually set the example for my entire life Mm -hmm. because that was the only example I ever had. And it was all I knew. Um, I didn't have anybody to come in after and be like, hey, by the way, that's not how you're treated. That's not how dating works. That's not how marriage works. That's not how love works. That wasn't love. Nobody after that. That was just my only example. And the things that I saw on TV uh, only happened to white people because Mm. that's all I had access to Mm -hmm. were movies and they only have that only happened to white girls that Mm -hmm. only happened to with white men like love only existed for them Mm -hmm. and whatever I got was what I got Mm -hmm. I didn't know that that wasn't true until I got older yeah uh, and I started dating and so my point is that I didn't have any boundaries because I didn't have any example so anything went uh and I can be honest and say that when it came to me being the new girlfriend, mm-hmm. um, and when I when I was young, I just part of you feels like like you're winning. Like, all right, well, mm. I got I got the person, and there they are being sad. Like, <laughs> unfortunately, part of you is glad that you're not them. Yeah. Like, you're actually in a different situation, and you're happy, and mm. you you know you're being introduced. And on the opposite end, when you are the ex-girlfriend, I mean, I can say for me that I stuck around because at that time I didn't know how to deal with that rejection. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to deal with, hey, guess what? This ended and it's not because you wanted it to end. It's because they wanted it to end. Uh, And so I think that's why I was okay with trying, trying to be friends was because to me that meant all right, we're just on a, we're just on cruise control and things will get back. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Yeah. And I lingered because I, part of me just hoped that maybe today, maybe tonight is the night when he stops and he's like, Hey, I'm sorry. I, mm-hmm. I want this. And that was why I couldn't quite walk away. It was one of those things where it was like, all right, fine. I'm walking out the door. You're, <laughs> I'm walking out. I'm leaving. <laughs> and like, they're just not coming after you. It's <laughs> like, Okay, but I'm leaving now in five <laughs> minutes. And they're just like, all right, well, text me when you're, when you're home safe. And you're just like, please come after me. Like, you're just going to let me leave. I, it was that for me. It was like being young and this was the love of my life. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe it was ending. And I had no idea how to cope with that because mm-hmm. I had no idea how to even cope with love because mm-hmm. I didn't even know what, it, yeah. what was happening to me. Um, I can say for me, that's why I ever put up with those kinds of things at that time. Mm-hmm. These are all these are all stories that are, I mean, they're fun to kind of look back on and think about because, like, they're insane. Like, why would you go on a romantic getaway? And why would I go <laughs> to a fucking family party if not <laughs> supposed to be with my friend's ex-boyfriend? <laughs> uh, I think 
I mean, it's it's fine to look back. And now I I don't think it would be fair to meet somebody and try to find out that kind of history. Like, yeah. you know, well, we, we are in our mid-30s, and so it would just be ridiculous. You can't really possibly always judge somebody by things that happened when they were young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody actually can control how these things turn out. Um, and nobody actually knows how you're going to react to something until it happens to you. Yeah. You don't know how you will, how you will deal with rejection until you're rejected. Uh, so, you know, everybody grows and everybody is different today. I don't care today. I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't care about the ex. I don't care. I don't want to check your phone. I don't care about Facebook. I don't give a fuck. I, you care about different things now. Like, now I'm like, all right, but do you have a, a 401k? What's up with your Roth IRA? Like, did you do your taxes? And where do you live? Just stuff, like, that matters for a future to me. That matters in general. Yeah. And I think if I'd known that getting into my second big relationship where we got serious and moved in together, mm-hmm. I, I would have known, like, <laughs> guess what, Steph? It doesn't matter if he plays in a band, okay? <laughs> he can't keep a job. And yeah. you live in a very expensive house. And he just, he will never contribute. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think today I, I just, I just, I wish I'd known, but also, uh, that's life. You how experience else, it, yeah, right? How, how else are you, you going to learn? Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I definitely worry about different things now. Um, and in my current relationship, I don't, I don't worry about, you know, the exes. I don't worry about if he talks to them. If he does, whatever. I don't care. I'm, I'm secure in this relationship, and it feels so much better. It feels so much healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you know, this person cares about my emotional well-being, um, which was something that I didn't realize I needed so badly in my previous relationship. So, well done. Good job, Natalie. Five stars. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. If you were, if I had to give you a Yelp review, oh, be five stars. Yay. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much sums up our stories of our exes and I wanted to give you all some some inspirational advice (laughs) think of these as those those weird inspirational quotes that people put up like in office like break rooms oh I was thinking like when people are like every king needs a queen (laughs) and they put up a picture of a lion (laughs) and it says like Matthew 417 (laughs) like a song a song psalm psalm (laughs) Sorry, listen, <clears throat> I was raised Catholic and Spanish. It's very different than Catholic and English. That's true. Okay? Everybody who knows that knows that. <laughs> um, okay. Here's, my, here's my, my tips. Here are my tips. You don't need anyone. You, look at yourself in the mirror. You <laughs> do not need anybody. <laughs> it feels like sometimes you do. It feels like sometimes yeah. you are only complete with that person and you just, you want them so desperately. You want it to work so badly. But remember that you don't actually need to be with anybody. Nope. Think of it like a craving. Like you, you want some cake, but you are at the dentist and you can't. Think of it like that. It'll pass. <laughs> it's a craving. I crave salt all day, but can't be walking around swollen with sugar foot. So, <laughs> okay. Another thing to look at. Hey, maybe they're lame. Like, I wish I knew this about that band dude. Yeah. Uh, 
if you're obsessing and you're like, no, but I love them. Okay, like try to try imagine this person. Just a, just close your eyes. Imagine this person who as who they are. Take away all the fun, like the hotness and like the fact that they're a bassist. Like just picture them living with you in a relationship and you both have a car together. <laughs> are they are they gonna take out the trash? Are they gonna take out the trash? Are they gonna fill that fucking gas? Are they going to take it for the oil change it needs? Are they getting the smog check? Are they checking the mail? Think of it like you are finally in that relationship that you're claiming that you think you want. Yeah. Okay. Is that what you want with this person? Is this the person that's going to help your mom with her groceries? Because that's, that's what it's coming one. down to. That's a good one. That's what it's coming down to. I like that. Also, key notes, do they brush their teeth? Oh. I wish I, I wish that had been a, uh, why was that like a theme for both of us? <laughs> Jesus. <gasps> Deodorant and teeth brushing. Disgusting. Okay, so now another another piece of advice. Ooh. Try to notice when you are triggered in these moments of obsession. Like when you start going through the Instagram or like trying to check out who that girl is and seeing if she's tagged and going to her page and then going to the friend's page because <laughs> maybe she's tagged there because she doesn't have a name. When you're in that zone, when you are raging. That mode. Try to think of what triggered that response. Was it that he didn't text back or she didn't text back? Okay, excuse my excuse my uh, assumption. Is it that he, she, they did not text back? Is it that they haven't text back quickly enough? Is it that they didn't text back mm. what you wanted or it was short and you don't know if they're upset? Try this to think about those things that make you react that way mm-hmm. because there are a million reasons why our brains react to something and we, you know, due to the magic of our minds, <laughs> we link it to something completely different that mm. has nothing to do with what's going on. Mm-hmm. And in reality, if there anything like I was, it was like, homie, I don't get a break till 10, 15. Like <laughs> I cannot text you back and I have long nails and I don't know how to text. Um, I'm just saying, baby, look within. <laughs> Don't, don't look without, look within. Are you still standing in front of that mirror? Hold a hand up to that mirror. Touch your fingers. One, two, three, four, five. Close your eyes and look within. Why are you laughing? This is me being inspirational. (laughs) Anyway, handle your scandal. Uh, Because then you will be the crazy person that they're Mm. like, oh my God. They were crazy. Then you, then you are that person. Um, gain control over those thoughts and reassign your time, my friends. Reassign your time. Take up a class. Take up a hobby. Yoga. Maybe you can be a, um, a sign language person, and then you can be that person that stands next to the mayor and gives all the COVID updates. Also, never assume it's you. If something doesn't work out, don't assume that you did something. Mm. You might have, my friend. You might have, but that. It doesn't make it all bad. Yeah. Like, sometimes people just get turned off by something random. Like, oh, wow, she parallel parks weird. Like, there are people, there are all kinds of people with all kinds of delicacies. And trust, you're fine. If if they drop you for something very small, like, like you know, parking. You're better off. You, uh, you're fine. Yeah, you don't want to be just yelled at all the time. Or, being, or you, you don't ever want to feel like you're in the way or something. Mm-hmm. So if somebody just tries their best to like let you down easy just go easy don't don't linger you don't have to know all the time like just fucking let it go um just don't assume it's you a lot of people just aren't ready to date a lot of people 
aren't ready for a relationship, they aren't in the same, the same headspace you are. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's just best to when somebody's like feeling like, eh, just go with that. Like, eh, yeah, you're right. Let's go. <laughs> like, I'm not going to bother to, to push you into, <clears throat> no, just, just keep it, keep it on the outs, get outs of there. Um, <laughs> overall, have fun worrying about these things from the past. It isn't fun and it just makes you nervous all the time mm-hmm. and insecure. Just focus on now. Focus on meeting new people and getting to know this person for who they are, who they're showing you who they are now, who they've become. Don't mm-hmm. worry about what happened before. Um, and I want to share some haunting advice Ooh. from the older people in my life. Haunting? <laughs> Am I going to be haunted? Mm, maybe. Okay, I'm ready. I've always heard this from different people. Okay. Um, not related. They have told me that it doesn't matter how much time you spend with somebody, how many years you've been married, or that you never actually know anybody. Ooh. <laughs> one day, one person might just surprise you, and they are the opposite of everything you thought they were. Surprise, I'm Ted Bundy. Surprise, I'm a Lifetime movie. <laughs> There's thousands of movies on this. Um, yeah, just... You have to make sure that you are here for you. Mm-hmm. You have to protect you. You have to respect you. Just make sure that you are okay. And then everything else will hopefully just kind of come together around yeah. that. Um, it's hard to unlearn the life story of everyone that everyone's been taught to, that you grow up, you go to school, you get married and you have kids and you live forever and ever happy. Mm-hmm. It's hard to unlearn that you don't have to grow up and meet someone. You can grow up and be very happy alone. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's my advice is that you never know anybody. That's my, these are my advices, my pieces of advices. Have fun always. <laughs> party, party, party. Rage, party. Have fun. And then be alone. Be single. <laughs> but love. your. But love. These are my, these are my solid advice. I'm sorry. I wish I was. I wish I give you something better no that's great (laughs) that all makes sense to me i'm sure people are like oh my god she's a mess we find her at the bottom of the stairs every morning (laughs) just with evian bottles everywhere crumpled heap (laughs) in fur coats (laughs) there she is in her furs again (laughs) just biscuits everywhere (laughs) they're keto just crumbs just crumbs in your pockets my car is just filled with avocados (laughs) but it's winter how did she get these (laughs) don't worry about it (laughs) i have a permit yeah (laughs) sorry oh um yes i agree with all of your your advice i think that's beautiful thank you um you know i'm you know i'm trying to say it nicely please everybody just picture it nice you're doing great you're doing great voice of an angel i know um, the only thing I have, the only input I have is just, it, you made me think of some advice, not advice, but something that my mom has always told me. Um, and that's that if you are going to be in a relationship that that person should just be a compliment to your life. They should just make your life better. They shouldn't make it more difficult. <laughs> you should already be enough. You're fine as is. And then if you do find someone that someone should just be a nice extra that just makes everything better. Like whipped cream. Like whipped cream on a Sunday. Yes. Okay, but if I was having a Sunday, I would just want the whipped cream. Just all whip. <laughs> Which means I own, I choose me. <laughs> Again. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I've got. 
now all of our people who are considering Patreon are going to be like, I Never wanna, mind. I only want a Patreon for Nadwe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want, don't want to uh, <laughs> encourage Stephanie any longer. I don't want to encourage that behavior. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Maybe just... They sorry. can pay and whip. <gasps> oh! <laughs> if you are, I like the Altadena kind. That um, is. The one from Trader Joe's. That's pretty good. Thanks. Um, no, they aren't sponsoring us, but... Nobody's sponsoring us. But we are open. But I'm open to all of you. I... I'd, any Literally anything. Mm. Nothing having to do with guns, please. Or, oh, yeah, no. We don't even know people who, like... Ugh. <laughs> Let's not go there. Okay. The election is but days away. And... <laughs> Everybody, please go vote. If you haven't already, please vote. Please vote. Please no, vote. I'm going to tell you not to vote. No. Because everybody's telling me to vote and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> we have if to. If I get one more text. Also, if I'm you, texting you right now you to tell you to vote. If you haven't registered to vote, what the fuck? Like, you're making it worse on everyone. You're keeping everybody calling me. And, like, because there's, like, four people left in California that haven't <laughs> registered and they refuse. But we need them. And it's, like. Oh, we're going to just cold call the entire world. Everybody. <laughs> These four people get it together and register. It's just like a big group project. There's always someone. There's also, always someone. do you ever text those people back? <laughs> I thought about it the other day. I do. Oh, I believe that. I do. Guess what? You're all my friends now. <laughs> Add to contact. And guess when I'm going to text you in 14 months <laughs> when you're sitting there with your wife and your kids. And I'm going to be like, how's Biden, huh? <laughs> Way to go, us, huh? Like that. <laughs> and your wife's going to be like, who's texting you? Who's texting you? And then it's going to drive her crazy. And oh she's going to go through the night. And but then she'll find this episode. Phone, and then she's going to be like, oh, my God, I heard this podcast. <laughs> I heard this podcast. And it changed it just, my life. Your bags are outside. <laughs> the kids were with your mom. I'm... I'm leaving all of you. I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to rage. I looked into the mirror. I touched my hand in the mirror. I closed my eyes. I took 14 breaths, and I'm raging. And I have this sudden urge for avocados. And whip. And whip. And Evian. (laughs) (laughs) And she's dressed in fur, and it's me. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It was always you. (laughs) Just kidding. I'd never leave my kids. They're dogs. I I do wish you live a dog. Dear God. In the arms of an angel, this is a reminder to save all the animals from abuse. Winter is coming. Please stop leaving them on a leash in the fucking snow with their little paws burning. I hate all of you. All of your Patreon money is going to Sarah McLaughlin and her animals. I don't know if they've changed that song yet, but. But damn it, they need to because it gets me every time. <laughs> every single Does time. anybody start crying and then run to their dogs and hug them and oh tell them God. how much you love them? I do. I would if my cats would let me hug them, but well, they hate me. That's, I can't wait till they have their episode and they tell us the truth. <laughs> their tell-all. Their tell-all. <laughs> it's going to be their version of Mommy Dearest. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. This was our episode about exes. Yeah. Texas from your exes. Texas from your exes. Mm-hmm. Texts from your ex. Oh. Texas from. <laughs>